Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Teacher Talk. I know I say this every time, but today we have an inspiring conversation with French teacher and French woman, Perrine Voisin. Perrine grew up in the French Alps near Chamonix in France, and she's lived in the U.S. since 2008. Perrine has taught dual French immersion at the elementary level for six years in Park City, Utah. She's also been a professional skier, competed internationally, and has an academic background in international business and education. Perrine's superpower is connecting with her fourth grade students by sharing her French background and her culture. She also has amazing work-life balance, and in her spare time, she tends to her chickens, her bees, she makes her own bread and pursues her passions for all things mountains as a skier, a mountain biker, and a hiker. Perrine is my friend, and it would be really easy to hate her, except she is so darn nice and pretty amazing. And in this conversation, we do talk about what she thinks it would take for teachers to feel valued, to feel as if they were really seen by the culture. Enjoy this conversation with Perrine. Welcome back, everyone, to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols. Today, we have a terrific conversation with Perrine Voisin. Perrine, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, it's my pleasure (laughs) to have you. And it's very slight, but my listeners will know that, as I said in your bio, you are French. You are a native of the French Alps. And you've been living here, though, for a long time. How long have you been in the United States, Perrine? I arrived here in 2008. I was 19, but I've been back to France back and forth for three years. So let's say it's about my 10th year here. Nice. Tell us a little bit about how long you've been a teacher, what first drew you to teaching, all of those things. Give give us your story. Sure. So I've been a teacher for five years. I teach fourth grade in the dual language immersion. So dual language immersion is when students start speaking a second language from first grade. They do half of their time in French or the target language and half of their time in English. So there's two teachers and we switch half day. So I only speak French all day long with my kiddos. So, wow. Does that mean that everything's in French? So math is in French and science is in French? Yep. Got it. Wow. It's fun. It's challenging. But by the time they're in fourth grade, they get to know, you know, they have the basics. So it's it becomes more and more fun. 
That is really cool. But that means I would imagine that you have a co-teacher if you've got sort of start out with one class, let's call it the red class. And Mm -hmm. then the middle of the day, you must flip, like say with the blue class. I'm just, for example. Yeah, exactly. So that that's how it works with COVID. We've had like just the blue class all day long. And the next day you have the red class all day long. Got it. Um, That's not the case anymore. But yes, you do work very closely with an English teacher. And that's super important and can be can be challenging when you come from a different country. Wow. And how many in your six years at your current school in Park City, how many co-teachers have you worked with? How many different styles? Uh, I actually, this is my third partner teacher uh, wow. in six years. All, all three of them very different, but very wonderful. I think I'm pretty easygoing too. <laughs> I think, that's, I think that's true. And Corinne, tell us, what do you love about teaching? I love kids. I, I really adore, especially fourth grade. They're such a fun age. I really love how exciting they are about learning. And I, I really love that I can help them in everyday life. I really want to make them feel heard, safe, and supportive with me in the classroom. I actually wanted to be a nurse before. And work in the retirement home. I, I grew up with my grandpa, and I, I, I always love really old people. Were you close so, with your grandfather? Very close, yeah. He he was my father figure. But I figured that school is a much happier place, <laughs> you know. And yes, I, I, I do have a bus, but what's important for me at the end of the day is if I had a good day with my kids or not. Nice. And how do you know if you've had a good day with your kids? They leave happy. Yeah. Um, I leave happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then throughout the year, I feel, you know, wow, they've made some progress. They can have a full-on conversation with me in French, and and they love to learn. When I, when I see that they're super excited about what they learned today, that I'm happy. I, made my, I did my job. Nice. What do you think, Perrine, are the biggest challenges that you face in teaching or have faced in the past? What do you think is challenging for you about this job? Yeah, I'm in elementary, right? And I went to school in France for elementary school, and I had no idea how much standardized tests there are in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And that's my biggest challenge. It's all of this standardized testing in the public school system that, I don't know, it, it, it it defeats the purpose of being a teacher at some point. You know, I learned in my master that we don't teach to the test, but unfortunately, that's what it feels like. That's what my principal cares about is numbers and results at the end of the day. Yeah. I remember when I was in public school, it was data and metrics and numbers, and we had a lot of meetings around the data. (laughs) Right. And I feel like sometimes we do forget that they are – eight, seven, nine years old, you know, and they need to breathe and do some fun stuff too. I guess maybe I'm saying that because uh, it's the end of the school year and I'm on week four of testing. So I am over wow. it. I am wow. really done. So I, I, I just feel bad for those kiddos that I've never had to take that many tests for, for me as a kid. I've mm-hmm. never had any standardized tests and here I am and I'm just you know I'm fine I, 
don't know, I worry about their education sometimes. And maybe this is part of your answer, but what do you think teachers are struggling with right now? That, for sure. But on a bigger, I think, or maybe I can talk about my school and on a bigger scale, I, I think feeling valued mm-hmm. is what teachers struggles. I don't know. I think our boss, our principal, he has too many meetings outside the school to see what we really do. I was a professional athlete and pretty. Ca- I'm very active, <laughs> but I can tell you that teaching is really exhausting, as you know. Yes. And I think no one understands it unless you're a teacher. That's right. You know, in an elementary, you have the constant reminders, the discipline. All of that is draining. Yeah. I, I don't want someone to tell me I'm, I'm doing a great job every day, but teachers need a good leader. They really do. Although that would be nice, wouldn't it? If someone yeah. said that you were doing a nice job every day. <laughs> right. I, I think that's, I, I don't need that. I know that, you know, in, in the US, I'm used that it's super positive and it's always like, you're amazing. I, I It's okay. I don't need that every single morning. But, you know, a little help would be nice. And to that beautiful segue, if you could wave a magic wand what would you love to create for educators? What would make this job easier? Again, I think a place where we could be valued. And I know we're not a business, but if we could even just get bonuses, like in any other companies where we perform well, and I'm being cautious with the word perform because I don't need high scores or anything, mm-hmm. but how much your student grow as a whole, mm-hmm. you know? Not only academically, but for example, I don't know, did my little girl with autism had a much more social year that year? Is she doing better academically because she's safer in my classroom? Mm-hmm. Are my students being nice to each other? Are they cooperating better? Is my little shy girl in the, at recess using the word being assertive? Things like that, that we get valued or like our principal sees that more. I, I don't really care about the scores and quite frankly, no one cares about the French program. <laughs> the results are not they, because it's not really standardized in the States. So they don't really look at that. They just want to look at my science scores, but I really wish if I had a magic wand <laughs> that I would <laughs> want to say baguette magique. <laughs> yeah. Baguette magique um, en français. <laughs> exactly that just you know i would feel recognized for that instead of scoring you know we're helping little humans to become adults one day and yeah and to me the the whole social part in elementary is so much more important than data 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 (laughs) so tell me what you're most looking forward to about this summer traveling Yes. Um, going to Peru. I love the mountains and nature, and that's what I'm looking for. I do wish school would be more outside. Sometimes we could learn in nature more, but that's another subject. <laughs> well, maybe you can wave that baguette magique magic wand and turn the classroom walls into outside Yeah, classrooms without walls, right? That would be nice. 
Well, Preen, I just know you're doing such amazing work for students in Park City and beyond. And I thank you so much for sharing your experience with us in conversation. And I really appreciate what you do for students with faculty and how you're bringing your own culture and your love and passion for words in both English and French. So do you want to be our principal? Yes. (laughs) So nice to hear. (laughs) 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 Thank you for having me. Of course. And for all my French speakers out there, I'll just say goodbye to you in French. And merci beaucoup. Merci d'être là ici avec moi en conversation très, très importante. Moi, je veux dire essentielle. C'est un plaisir. (laughs) Merci, Chrissy. Merci. Ciao. Thanks so much for listening to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols and today Perrine Voisin. This was an inspired conversation about ordinary and extraordinary teachers doing extraordinary things. We'll see you next time in Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share Teacher Talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y. C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. There, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.